again, again. This, listen to the roar. Tomine just equalised, but honestly, honestly, this has been so predictable, so predictable. United go behind another goal in the mid-20 minutes and a really, really poor performance once again. It looked a certain to be heading towards a defeat. And Scott Tomine just equalised. Old Trafford will come alive. Eric Tenard's appealing for the fans to get behind his team. Two minutes left. Fucking get in now! Get in now! Oh my word! Oh my word! Oh my word! Football bloody hell! Scott McTominay in the 97th minute, his second goal. Oh wow! Oh wow! Listen to Old Trafford. I mean, I just thought United were going for another, another defeat there. I really did. And then two goals right at the end from Scott McTominay. Absolutely brilliant. Oh my. And the Paul Trafford smiling. Now well, to smile. Not to be despondent, to see goals. <laughs> what a feeling. What a feeling. Oh. Just listen to all that. <laughs> oh, just after so much pain. The Brentford players are going to their fans now on the right. They've all been applauded. They came so close, but listen to Old Trafford. Please do. I do apologise for the not being as professional as it should have been in the press box just then. This United We Stand podcast is brought to you in association with Improve Easy. Improve Easy are helping United fans save money on their energy bills by installing home improvement measures such as free solar panels, free boilers and free insulation. All you need to do is text the word EASY to 60777 to see if you qualify. There's government money there and it's aimed at helping people like you make your energy bills much better so if you text the word easy e-a-s-y to six zero triple seven give it a go why not there might be money there for you and you might be missing out if you don't that's improve easy text 
6077 to see if you might be able to get free solar panels, boilers or free insulation in your house. Hi, I'm outside Old Trafford and with Binzi before the match. Binzi, give me hope, Joanna. It's just give an me hope, another mate. fine day in Gotham City. I no, actually feel fine. we're going to win today. Binzi. I think, no, they've got to do something today. They've got to. We've so got we to. said that before Palace last no, week, Binzi. We he's he's running out. He'd, the clock's ticking. I feel sorry for Ten Hag, I do. You know what I mean? No, I'm pretty... I know. I feel confident today. Yeah? I yeah, I do feel confident. Although the defence is crap, but... There's a lot of injuries on that defence, isn't there? We've got... T- how many's out? Ten first-team injuries? Ten first-team left-backs, I think. <laughs> well, well we, any team that loses their three main defenders at the back, they're bound to be fucking problems, isn't there? Binzi, you've been, like, really sensible here, and, like, this doesn't sound like... Binzi, have you, like... Has Mrs Bin's been looking no, after no, you this I've week? No, I've come to terms that Rashford's here. Bruno's, I don't know what the fuck. He, he needs to start playing football instead of fucking whinging. You know what I mean? Get Realise you're playing for the biggest club in the world, so get together, let's go. You know what I mean? Someone told me the other day we got offered 150 million for Rashford off PSG. Who told you that? You know what the, the grapevine's like. Yeah, but I, I, I've got to stand these things up with facts, you know. Who's told yeah. you that? I've got to, you know, if need be, go to court and a prove it. A fellow red. No, I right, know so it's gossip and hearsay. But he was, he was hovering around. PSG were hovering around him. All right, so Barcelona twice tried to sign him. Both times did not think he would come and probably wouldn't have been able to afford if United would have asked. PSG, definite interest as well. That 150 million figure, I can't see how they would have fit that in with their financial I fair don't play. care, I wish he would have gone. Yeah, but I'm just... The, the financial fair play, they wouldn't have got that transfer through. As far, Who as far wouldn't? PSG signing him. Stop it, Andy. Financial fair play. They've got the money. Go and ask Sheikh Mansour about financial fair play. Go and ask Abramovich about financial fair play. In fact, go and ask the Edwards family about financial fair play. The Edwards family yeah, weren't, got... weren't putting in. You know, when Manchester United went to try and get a new manager... We were selling let me, fucking let me meat, potato pies here, yeah, That's it? nothing to do with financial fair play. Liverpool paid bigger wages than Manchester United at the start of the 80s. When United went to get a new manager who ended up being Ron Atkinson, he was... the. F- Three managers turned United down, partly because the wages yeah. were crap. Him from South, Laurie McNamara, he McMenamin. was the main one, Bobby Robson. Yeah. Um, Ron Saunders, I They're think. all at it, financial flair, fair play. Are They're you suggesting that Manchester City's success has been done with absolute transparency and clarity and those 115 charges, are, there's nothing, nothing on them? Are you fucking joking? You've got blue mates? They're more guilty. I've got a few, unfortunately. What did they say? They said I've got uh, red-tinted glasses. You? And I say we all bleed red. Yeah. Take me back to a happier time, Binzi. Rather than today. When were you going to most matches? When were you going away? Which Seven, European... The 70s, the 80s... Uh, what was more Saint exciting? Saint-Étienne... Were you in St Etienne in 77? Yes, I was there. Didn't have a 
fucking penny in my pocket How getting get attacked by. You know the usual Mancunian way. Thumb, train, fucking bolt, anything. You hitch Without paying, yeah. You got to St Etienne for free? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. 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 And then we liberated a few funds when we were over there. Right. How did you get down to Dover? <laughs> Each night. You hitched? Yeah. By yourself? No, there was a few of us. We split up, don't and, we? Are you, so you split. And how did you get on the boat then without oh, a ticket? Oh, it's easy to get on the boat. Is it? Back then it was. Yeah. I don't know about now. But it was easy to get on the boat. Without a ticket? Yeah. How? You just walk on, Andy. Yeah? Come on. No one says, where's your ticket? Did it? You're talking about the fucking 70s. Um, so then you get into France. How do you I, get I was flying to fucking Germany, Frankfurt one day, and they held the fucking plane up for us to go to the gate because we had hand luggage. Now they'd go, sorry, lad, you'll have to get the next plane. That Is that why you don't like flying? Yeah. How did you get from, Do- from Calais to St Etienne? Train. Right. Yeah. Just get on the train, heading down there. You don't pay on it. Run you had no up and down the fucking train. He had nothing. Don't think he had a fucking ten pence in my what, pocket. What if the the um, ticket collector asked for your ticket? I won't let him fucking get the opportunity to ask me. One second, Andy. So where would you go? How did you avoid the being asked for the the train ticket? Where did you go when the when well, the? Well, normally the, once you get on the trains over there. You're on. They didn't, it's not like England where they have train guards running up and down. You're on, you're on. That's so you it. go through Paris, you get to St Etienne. Yeah. What happens there? Uh, do you have an hotel? No. 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 Did you have no. a match ticket? Straight to the game and then you get straight back home as best you can. Did you? And after that, St Etienne, you just wanted us all out of France and get. You were waiting. Did you have a match ticket? Did a fuck ever. Yeah, a piece of fucking French bread. So you get in. Was there fighting there? What's the fight? Did you? It was non-stop. It no, was it I'm a nice lad. I was just made sure I was with the Reds. You know what I mean? So. So you were fighting? Oh, the police give it us and everything. You know who to ask about that. So. You then acquire some money while you're there. Yeah. I just wanted to get out of there after the game. So you needed money. And when we got to Dover, the fucking police like had it waiting for everybody, weren't they? Nicking people. So did they you, nick you? No, you've got to become the Scarlet Pimpernel then. So you? You, how did you hide them from the police? You've, you, your listeners won't know this, but you've got to just look oh, no. at me. I'm a nice, not a threatening lad or anything. Excuse so, me, is that the time? Yeah, see you later. So you, you, you blend in with the crowd? Yeah, where's the Brighton train? Over there, yeah. Right. Bang, straight through. Yeah. And then you come through to London. Yeah. But that was 77, yeah, if a long my time memory. Ago. Yeah, yeah, it was 77. Yeah, yeah. And then they had to replay it at um, Home Park in Plymouth. Yeah. I never got there because it was a night match. Right. Well, you are allowed to travel in the day to No, I matches. might have been at school. Jeez. I mean, it sounds like anarchy. Oh, that... It was anarchy. Them French coppers, mate. There was a bread strike on, weren't there? Yeah. Everyone was throwing bread at us. Yeah, well, you're doing eating it because you had no money. <laughs> no, we don't have to eat it of bread. Uh, by the way, it's all right, that French bread. Cheers. Yeah, I mean, baguettes are from France, aren't they? Yeah. Is that what? Is that Croissant. Your... Are you a bit of a, a foodie? No. What's your favourite meal? Uh, uh, 
I like a bit of steak and chips steak or... Steak and chips. Or a bit of Chinese. Do you like Japanese food? Love it. Do you? So <laughs> yeah. good job when you're and in then jail you get there. <laughs> no, but I mean, it is different. I mean, you like, you might oh, find... yeah. You eat a lot of fish and sushi. All that fucking... Miso soup for your fucking breakfast. Quite, um, I don't want miso soup for me fucking breakfast. You take Miss, Mrs. Bins out to, like, nice restaurants in Manchester. All the time. Do you? Hawksmoor. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm quite a refined gentleman now obviously, at my age. Obviously. Who's in that? Manchester's changed a lot, What's hasn't he it? called? The, the, the summit cat, that... The black cat? Yeah. Uh, the Gael Gato Negro. No. No, what's his name? The Scotch chef, fucking... Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay, yeah. Yeah. Been in his place? I was in there, yeah. yeah. I want my fucking money back. Why? What oh, fucking 700 quid. The food was jite. What would you do if you saw him? I'd ask him for a refund. Yeah? Yeah. He, he wasn't even there. Wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he thinks he's an hard case, don't he? Yeah. And is yeah. he? I don't know. <laughs> I found that empty vessels make the most noise. Right. So the people who give it the big one... Empty not, vessels? Yeah. It's the are, quiet are not, are ones. Not the, uh, the quiet ones who are the most dangerous ones. Correct. But, Binzi, you used to come up to me when I was a child selling fanzines <laughs> on this street and say, you couldn't sell these fanzines in the 80s because you'd get slashed. Uh, no, you're right. I don't know about Slash. Okay. The different fan then. I know. You look at this place. You know what we call it? What? Disneyland. Yeah. It's changed a lot. Yeah. I saw it changing right throughout the 90s, literally month after month. Yeah. The demographics would change. And I used to. Uh, I tell you when I knew it had changed. We played Leeds in the Cup. Yeah. And I seen a split scarf. Leeds and yeah, and I thought, fucking hell, I'll get lynched selling them. Yeah. And now it's. Bit of grief, but now these people don't, they come from the four corners of the earth to see United. Yeah. It's like a memorabilia for them, a yeah. souvenir. Yeah. Now it's it's accepted, isn't it? It's part of the. I don't accept uh, Galatasaray fans being in the home section. Well, you were better have a word with the Manchester United tickets in and membership then, hadn't Try you? i to get to the bottom of that. It's going to take time. Well, there was blocks of them, so there's no way they bought ticket touts. I think United are the biggest ticket touts out here, Andy. Wait till the derby. How much were they selling it? 1,180 for a derby yeah, ticket. Yeah. For an exec in the derby. Yeah. 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 So watches get fucking mullered. There's a big bit in, in United we stand about the ticket the tickets as well. And there'll be an even bigger bit next month. Yeah, there's no that. way they were bought off the street. They were bought through the club. There was that many of them. I was out here after the game. There was murders oh, outside. Been talking about another podcast. Murders. Proper went fighting. off out. Yeah. Really. Proper fighting here. Who between? Here. Galatasaray fans uh, and the uh, stewards. Among each other and stewards. No, or no. United. United fans, stewards, and uh, Galatasaray. And were you just watching? Yeah, I was stood there. But the stewards got on it. Did they? Yeah. Yeah. He was it. You know, Rob, the steward. Yeah. Fucking got stuck right into them in his pals. Did he? Yeah. Good lad, yeah. Rob. Yeah, he got Good stuck red, into Rob. them. Yeah. Got stuck into them. When I um. The fucking police took about an hour to get here. You know what I mean? When um I went to Forest in '88 on a members' coach, I was a kid. Rob was at the back of the coach. The police came to give us an escort and he was chanting, we don't need an escort. He was probably like 15, you know what I mean? We definitely did need an escort. I'm on some at Busby Way. I saw a couple of Brentford fans. You couldn't miss them with the, with the shirts on. How are you feeling about coming to Old Trafford today? Oh, I don't know. I think you've been 
a bit hit and miss at the moment, but I do think... You can just, you can add, add the latter S to the word hit if you want, because that would be more accurate. You've that, but no, you've got quality players around the pitch, and if you all turn up together on one day, you can very well. Are you surprised at your form this season? What one league win? I, I was at Brentford, I saw you beat Liverpool at the start of the season, I was there for work, and it was the atmosphere, the performance. I was shocked. Yeah. Surprised, shocked, I don't know. I think we got, at the moment, we've got, what, six injuries that would probably normally play week in, week out, whether it's off the bench or coming on. And then with Ivan Tony, if you take 20 goals out of any any team, really, you're going to you're gonna struggle. If it was yourselves, you had a 20-goal 20 20 striker. Yeah. You just went randomly, took him out without replacing, you're going to struggle. So yeah. that's sort of what we are. And he does so much, holds the ball up, comes in deep, plays it. So we're missing that, along with the other injuries, is a little bit of an issue, but... I think we have got enough to keep us going for now, but it's just need, we need them back quick. How long have you supported Brentford? Oh, unfortunately, since you took me when I was five. So, yeah, so I was five, so I was, yeah, 20 years now. Imagine if you said since the start of last season. Yeah. When we got <laughs> so you've established it's, you know, the stadium seems to be a success. You've, you've had some really good results against the biggest teams, including one not far from, from here. <laughs> Is this a wonderful ride? The first time I, I went to Griffin Park, you played Orient, it was a third division game. And that, that was your normal level, you know? Yeah, it's mental. Like, what was it? I remember going down, like, what, third from bottom in League Two, just going week in, week out, and it's just crazy just to think from there. And we're up here, even when we got to the Premier League, I thought, like, oh, it'd, be, it'd be fine. One season there, we'll go back down to where we belong. I even think now we're probably the size of the club, we're probably a top end league one side yeah. now we've got our new ground at maybe championship but we're just outperforming ourselves at the moment I think mean. yeah. it's just great to be a fan. and is this all about the data having a good manager a progressive owner I think so it helps for our owner what Brentford fan he just wants what's best for the team best for the club he uses his data and whatnot. and I think yeah everything around like we've got like this little I think like a weird little Brentford ecosystem I think there's people that have left it and gone to other places like scouts and coaches and you know, Rasmus Ankerson, who's gone off to Southampton, which is owning them, and he tried doing the same thing he did at Brentford, not worked. I think with everything, all the cogs are all joining together, and it's all, all really well, but it's because we, I think we, we get it, we know what we need to succeed at the moment anyway, so, <laughs> to work. Why have you only won one game this season? I think, I don't know, everything's not... Sort of clicking, we, we sort of creating chances. We've not got anyone that's clinical enough to, to put them away. Defensively, we've looked a little bit shaky than previous what we've had, like clean sheet after clean sheet last year, with Raya leaving as well. Is, in my opinion, you just probably should have got him instead of Ono. And that's what I've always thought that when De Gea left, he was going to go to you, and it never happened. Um, I think he's a quality keeper, and that we brought in a keeper that's not experienced in the league. Um, and yeah, with the injuries to like Rico Henry in our defence and a couple, it's just not, it's not been the same, but I think it will, we'll be all right. I think we'll, we'll find a way. Score prediction for today? I think, I think 2-2. Two, two. I think we'll, I think you'll score early and then we'll get one back somehow. <laughs> and then we'll go, we'll go 2-1 two, two up and then you'll come back at the end. I think we'll come together but your quality will probably get used to the goals individual quality anyway I'm going 3-1 Brentford <laughs> that's a big shout that's a big shout a little bit of reverse psychology I'm <laughs> sick of predicting us to win and we lose <laughs> alright all the best Lovely. lads thank you very much so how long have you been going to Brentford matches 57 years now 
So, for the vast majority of that time, you're a low division team. What, what, what's now feel like? Now it's just like dreamland, fantasy island. After, say, years and years of going Stockport, Halifax, Mansfield, places like that, it's like a dream to come up here to be in the same division. I remember coming up here in the League Cup, when it was like, oh, God, we can't Now it's, oh, we're in the same division now, and it's just... Don't see right. <laughs> Putting four goals past in half an hour in the same division. Yeah, there was that as well. Yeah, that was, that was quite a good day. I must say. So a while. So my, my uncle Charlie scored against Brentford in 1948. Um, so that was probably going. that was the last time for a long time that they played until Brentford came back in, in, into the. It's a little bit before my time. A little bit. You've, you've, you've been going along, but not 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 that long. Um, before the rise, what was your highlight? You know, your historical winning the London World Cup final back in 1935. Beating Portsmouth two. It's amazing, isn't it? How it's just changed. (laughs) Do you think the Freight Rover Trophy final in 1985, where we lost to Wigan three one? That was our first trip to Wembley. It's like, my God, we're This is is it. And your traditional rivals would be would QPR look down on you? Yeah, Yeah, Fulham, Fulham bit, and Fulham rose as well, didn't they? What a story. All the best today, mate. I hope um, your team get comprehensively beaten. <laughs> I'm on some at Busby Way before the game and just bumped into Chris Bedding. Goes to all the games. Chris, how are you feeling about United right now? Not as bad as most people, Andy. Um, <clears throat> Why? <clears throat> because I think we have to have some ups and downs. And um, <clears throat> it's only Eric Ten Hard's second year. Um, there's going to be some difficult patches for him, for us, for the team. Um, and I feel sorry for him because his biggest players um, are either injured. I think Luke Shaw was one of our best players last year. Bruno and Casemiro going through a tough time. Rashford, well publicised. <clears throat> so four of his best players add into that Martinez. They're probably our best five players last year. And they're either out of form or injured. Um, so I think we've got to hang in there with Eric. And... Um, I love it that you and Barney are giving him all the support um, for other fanzines and our supporters have got a part to play It's not just the fanzines, it's media, you know, it's when, yeah. when United mm-hmm. are losing my phone just blows up with radio, with, with telly and I like to think I'm sensible, I, I know what's, what's going on, you don't have to agree with me, but I'd rather have um, lads who are involved in the fanzine on doing it because if not absolutely. you can get some absolute tin pots talking nonsense United, we stand out today. immediate knee-jerk reactions it's been crap you know I'm not going to pretend otherwise yeah but uh but I can't stand it Andy when you, you get people getting on Marcus Rashford's back because he's not scoring yeah but they're, they're entitled to, to critique him now if he's not playing well yeah but people who sit around me some people are onto him all the time whereabouts where do you sit uh, North Stand Lower uh, Stretford End in line with the penalty spot saying what sort of things about him Oh, Rashford, take him off, take him off, get him out, get him out. And just on his case, moaning at him all the time. And all the groans. When 60,000 people groan, 70,000 people, it makes a huge noise. That's what interesting. does that do to so him? If you're North Lower, you're right by the player, aren't you? Yes. He can hear that. Where they warm up, yeah. He can hear it, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> That's interesting. Today. Okay. Um, Brentford today? <laughs> Giving up predicting. I'm going 3-1 to Brentford with my... Uh, yeah, I heard your prediction on reverse, the reverse psychology. <laughs> I'm going 3-1 the other way. Right. And I'd love it if Rashford scores. Yeah, I love would it. as well. Yeah, absolutely love it. I think Anthony will start. 
because I said to you just now about um, we need some left footers back in the team give it some creativity and whatever they're all, they're all injured one. most of them are injured yeah, yeah so it'd be good to see Anthony back I think I know there's lots of issues around that but having a left footer in the team will make such a difference I think thanks for your time cheers Andy everything seems to be going up in price at the moment and people are making cutbacks a lot of them to streaming services Netflix Disney Plus Prime well, if you can use ExpressVPN, you can make some cutbacks and save money each month. Let us explain. You see all these streaming services like Netflix actually have thousands of more shows. And you think you just don't see them all because they give you different shows depending on your country. So what you see on Netflix here is completely different to what somebody in Italy or South Korea sees. But by using the ExpressVPN app, you can change your online location. ExpressVPN has over 90 countries to choose from. So every time you're run out of stuff to watch, you can just switch to another country to unlock new shows with ExpressVPN. You just tap one button to change your country, refresh the page, and it shows up. You don't need to pay extra for Apple TV or Prime in another country to watch it. On top of that, you can even use ExpressVPN to get discounts. Some services cost less in other countries. For example, if you buy Netflix from Argentina, it costs a fraction of the price. And at less than £5 a month, ExpressVPN pays for itself and so much more. I use it. It's the VPN that I use and I find it really good. And I would happily recommend it. So if you want to get away more shows and save money while you're at it, go to expressvpn.com forward slash united. Don't forget to use our link from this podcast so you get three months extra for absolutely nothing. That's expressvpn.com forward slash united. Expressvpn.com forward slash united to learn more. Phew, it's uh, it's post-match after United have come from behind um, in late drama to beat Brentford by two goals to one. And I'm stood with all the fanzine sellers to give you a podcast, which if we've all done our job properly, I've got absolutely no right to be talking about because none of us have actually seen the goals. Um, so we, 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 obviously we're probably going to um, come to the sky yeah, 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 yeah. obviously our, our gaffer will be, will be talking for a lot so if you, if you like listening to Ant Shaw um, carry on if, if not maybe turn off now <laughs> um, so yeah um, I've got I've got John McCauley with me former Plymouth Argyle striker uh, I've got Stu Edwards I've got James Young and obviously our fearless leader Ant Shaw um, it would have been a pod full of moaning um, still gonna it be still to might be it still yeah. might be it wasn't a great performance but in terms of you know the the rest of the season and that turnaround there is absolutely huge, surely. Yeah, definitely. And um, you know I saw Ten Hag's celebration. You know, he's loads of relief. A lot of the players seemed you know really relieved at the result as well. So in in one sense, you know maybe we can build on this. In another, you know you're worried about how sustainable the situation is. Um, t- our the, the one thing I observed is. You know, United are paying a lot of players a lot of money and not getting much change from them. And that's like Varane, Shaw, Rashford, Sancho, Casemiro. Yeah, and um, that's got to change very quickly because, you know, all the, all the quality in our side is, um, you know, not really performing much at the moment. And this is the one person on our podcast who actually seen us win 2-1, so... Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to come to the other lads, because like I said, we, we obviously know we've won the game, we've not seen anything back. Um, we often puff John, we, we walked out the ground and, and, and pretty much we've guaranteed that we were going to lose, weren't we? We, 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 we didn't see that coming, yeah, we didn't see that coming, did we? 
No, not at all. Um, it looked like Crystal Palace where we could have played for hours and hours and not scored. You know, Brentford weren't that intelligent, but it, it does, you don't have to be that intelligent to defend against United nowadays. You know, they, they defended pretty well. Obviously, we got a bit of luck in, the, in injury time, but uh, yeah, it, it was all doom and gloom on it when we come out in the 80th minute. James rightly talks about the wages that um, some of the United players want, obviously. But I think sometimes, no matter how much money you're on, though, you, you can't buy confidence. And I think that was a team that was low on confidence, I thought, today. Yeah, I think that's like you were saying. It's relief because I think I, I thought it was going to be the same as Palace. And especially after that Galatasaray game, when you're losing the way that you do, you need to be able to rebound from that. And on one side, you know, you look at it and you go, well, shouldn't take two goals right at the end to beat Brentford. And I thought for... 89 minutes they were pretty poor and a lot of the same problems were the same that they were there against, against Palace and against um, Galatasaray but hopefully they could use this and go right well we're going to push on now and maybe try and get something a bit more from it because you just get in that rot if you just lose games and games and games and kind of reminds me a bit I mean under Solskjaer when United were getting last minute winners they were still winning football matches but there still wasn't that obvious floor in the team and I think that's the concern that I've got you can probably get away with it against Brentford but against City in a few weeks time and even against Bayern and against Galatasaray um, away they're not going to be able to do that Stu, um, one of the nice things about this job we do, there are odd perks but is, is that you know people do genuinely come up to you and tell you, you know, they, they thank us for our work for keeping the fans in going and, and you know the, the sacrifices we make to be able to do it today was a perfect example of that and you know, if people are going to thank us, we've obviously to sell the fans in today, and we've we've missed all the highlights of. And there's not been many highlights lately of no. United fan. No, I've missed obviously the two goals. It's uh, nothing new. Missed many many goals over the years selling the mag. It's part and parcel, isn't it? So I left you obviously before the board went up, uh, and, and again walked out like you just said. I'm not expecting anything really. I'm expecting it to be another one nil home win, and you know, uh, sorry, defeat and losing three games in a week at Old Trafford, which has probably never been done before. Um, but I think the worrying thing is, we, I just thought we just looked completely devoid of any idea. I was going to say we didn't have a plan B or a plan C, but we didn't ever have a plan A, and that's for that's for worry. Um, again, we've we mentioned the normal suspects, and you know, again, there was a change, and I think you know, Maguire came in, did 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 okay. Um, but again, Ericsson changed at midfield in midfield again at half time, and there just seems to be too many changes. And I know he's got lots of injuries, and and he's <clears throat> limited in terms of what he can do all over the pitch, really. But again, it doesn't help when the keeper throws throws one in the back of the net again. Yeah, yeah. And I, I've not seen it back properly. I'm at the you know, Stratford end, no, and, it wasn't great. but um, but yeah, just really devoid of ideas. And like James just said, going forward against some of these next two or three, you know, forget the Sheffield United game. You know, should go in win there, but you never know. But certainly after that. Copenhagen's massive, City's massive. Three days after that, you know, League Cup, Newcastle, massive. So it's not going to get any easier in the next three or four weeks. You talk about changes, on I come to Ant here because one thing, if you look back at this time last year when players were underperforming, I'm talking about the likes of Luke Shaw was hauled out of the team and so, someone was brought out. I know we've not got much choice defensively, but I'm looking at other positions in the team where we have got back up. Um, you know, Anana has been poor, Rashford's been poor, Casemiro's been poor, but he, he seems to have gone back on what worked so well for him last year in terms of dropping these players for other players these players seem, seem suddenly seem untouchable again and like I said I, I'm not for one second suggesting that these players aren't trying but they're obviously low on confidence and something's not quite there so you know why, why is he still going with these players and we were better when he yeah. hauled them off today I think, I think the difficult thing about this start of the season is is that you can't attribute it to one specific thing I don't think you know we've got an injury list which you know you can't not pay attention to that um, it's that bad you know three left backs out for example but then you've you also you only play one left back you know what I mean you, yeah, you, you, yeah. you're talking the back four today but the well, rest of the, forward, fit, the forward line the forward line yeah. up today though we had every, pretty much everybody available but the then 
obviously we've been missing Anthony for a few weeks, Sancho. Then then you go into our midfield and you know Amrabat came when we were already three games gone. I think he was fit for our sixth game of the season or something. Um, you know the, the squad is a mess. Um, and then you know you go into sort of Rashford's form, Casemiro's form, Luke Shaw's form, Sancho's form. You know all of these people. They have to be ready to go every August if you if you if you're a serious football team. And like for me, um, he's been really sold short with them. What he really has. Um, I think it's a disgrace. The, the it's October now and Casemiro's still well out of shape. You know I, I saw him. Um, lose about three balls that he was favourite. Give the ball away. The give the ball away for the goal. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. And this stuff can't go on. You know how he manages that is up to him. But you know I think United have to have a good word with these um, sort of players that are supposed to drag us through games um, with with you know the salaries they're on, and say to them, you know, are you serious about fighting for this club or do you want to go to Saudi Arabia and you know finish your career? Because that, that that's the choice for me. United can't carry. These um, players, Varane, like never fit. Was he out? Was he injured again today? I'm assuming so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so playing. you know, th- this is the same thing. Playing, yeah. yeah. And I, I know, I know that I, I don't want to like go too far on him because I know that they've got better quality than the players that are benched for you know in favour of them. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, the harder you try, the luckier you get. You know, we scored real two scrappy goals there at the end, and that's just through. You know, energy and endeavour, and you know, and well, you, you you take yeah. you take graft over over, t- and I think today is a perfect yeah. example of graft over talent because Scott McTominay mm. isn't as talented as some of those players no. ahead of him, but he, he puts a shift in. Harry Maguire, you know, set the goal up as well. Um, we all know the the, um, the the sort of like limitations of these players, but I just wish we had those. Um, some of the top earners had that attitude because, you know, I I, I mean, I look at Rashford when we go one nil down, I've never seen a player with such a poor mentality and. You know, he's he's got a lot of quality. I don't want to deny that, and um, I don't want to downplay. You know, I don't want to start saying he's a terrible player, but that application has got to go with that talent. And with a lot of hours, I think they get away with absolute murder. And I don't think they would at you know City or Liverpool. You know, Van Dijk's on the pitch every game for, for Liverpool. Salah's on the pitch every game for Liverpool. Same with you know City's top earners, Rodri and Haaland and you know United have to sort of stop giving them. It's giving out these deals based on six months of form, and that's what we've done. John, hypothetical question: But do you think the manager might have been a spot of bother if we'd lost that today? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think you know that we started the season. Everyone always looked back at last last season, didn't we, where we got panned in the first two games and thought, oh, we're doing much better than last season, and we're at a point now where we're definitely doing a lot worse than last season. So things turn very quickly in football, and there's an international break now, isn't there? So I think. Getting that win was like couldn't be more crucial, and it was scrappy, it was untidy, it was ugly to watch, but you know it, it could just it could make a big difference having that break now, where the players can, uh, where you know the management as well can reconvene, and then we go again with all them big games because they're going to come thick and fast. And so try f- try and finish on a slightly bright note. We've obviously got the win. Um, it's obviously brilliant to win games of football like that. We, we all love, you know, regardless whether it's Brentford or Bayern Munich, it's, it's still a great way to win a football game. Um, We've, we've perhaps not had a bit of luck sometimes this season. We've, you know, you do make your own luck, but do we just take that as a massive springboard of like, you know, something that can really sort of make us push on and 
be a springboard for the rest of the season now. I hope you're right, mate. I hope you're right. Like I said, I've mentioned before, the next like, three or four games after the international break. Um, I mean, was it six minutes added on today? But I think the amount of time they were taking for throw-ins and goal kicks and stuff, it could have been 12 minutes. So there's certainly no argument that we scored in the 94th and 97th minute, whatever it is. Um, but yeah, you'd like to think that would give the team some, some uh, whatever, boost, confidence. But I'm still I'm still very worried about the, the individuals. And I'm, I'm a bit worried, if I'm being honest. I'm not standing here and say Ten Hag out by no means. But I think he would have been under massive pressure if I'd have ended up 1-0 today. And I also I am worried about again not having like a plan B. Uh, I'm mean, like a plan A isn't great either. And I know and I know I know obviously again he's he's, he's a patched up team. And that's, and that's that's the only thing which I'm really giving him benefit of a doubt for at the moment um, because you know the, the team is different by three or four players seemingly every week. And he's come back into the fray after going on his holidays. Um, and obviously you know it, it is a patched up team every week. So the next three or four games again are tough. And we, we could you know we could be pretty much out of Europe by this time next month and out of the League Cup and 15 points behind City. It could be doom and gloom in four weeks' time and many would be under pressure because, you know, out of cup, out of cup competitions and, you know, so far behind City, Arsenal, Liverpool, you know, a month before Christmas, questions will be asked. We've, mo- we've moaned about the attitude of the team, though. Can, can we at least take some solace from the fact that we did keep going to the end today? You know? Yeah, absolutely. They didn't let their heads drop, which, we, which they've been accused of. And the players who did come into the fold did did work, you know, they, they proper put a shift in to get the result. Yeah, and there were some good scenes at the end, you know, the lot. Um, Onana, you know, they were all up for the fight and, you know, um, <laughs> celebrating really <laughs> well day. about it. Ten Hag was, you know, well off his bench. Um, we, we have to real, really take that win today because we've had plenty of setbacks this season already. Um, I, I get what Stuart's saying about, you know, starting to speculate about what cups are going to be in, but fact of the matter is we're still in them all yep, at this yep. moment. So we've got to take that, um, but we've got to sort of use this as a springboard now because, you know, great scenes at the end there. And um, we we got that bit of luck that I felt we've needed since the start of the season, really. since Onana clattered into that Wolves player, really. Um, literally everything that's gone wrong, uh, could have gone wrong since then, has done. So let's just take the win. Um, you know, we've got, I think we've got Reggie on back next week as well, so that that helps us at left back. Um, so next week, Sheffield United away, it's a winnable game. Just got to start ticking them off now. We usually do a Man of the Match award, but are we just this week doing a Man of Injury Time award? Um, <laughs> it should really be upgraded, it's quite I'm, straightforward. I'm going to give it someone different, up in, I, yeah, I reckon. Up into yeah. the 90th minute, obviously, and not being in McGuire. Yeah, I'll do two different I'll, ones. I'll, I was, was, was going to give it Maguire. Yeah, I thought Maguire did have a good game, actually, because he was one of the... I'm going to say Maguire, but I was speaking to my mate who thinks he was at fault for that first goal. Obviously, Casemiro no, lost no, the ball. No, Lind- it was Lindelof yeah. who played an awful side. Well, I think it would be ball deflected off him. Casemiro gave the ball away. The point was, Casemiro got a bit of an hospital pass from Maguire. I think the point is that um, I just chucked it in the back of the net again. Though. But mine's Maguire. Just, yeah. I, I just think that got, you know. I, th- I think if you've got four chances to clear the ball, you probably can't really blame him for that. And one. you know, he's he's um, he's had a lot of stick over the last two years. I think it would have broken a lot of um, better men, uh, worse men, sorry. Um, and you know, it's just that keeping going to the end. He was up there driving the ball forward throughout, in the box, challenging. You know, and if United aren't um, playing well. We keep needing those breaks, really. Agree with that, James? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cheers, James. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, on that note, as a, well, obviously Andy's done the podcast today, so you don't need too much from us. Um, you you, you be, you'd be forgiven for thinking that we have won the game, yeah, but we have won John. the game. You missed John. And it's, um, oh, sorry, John. Uh, <laughs> are we going for the first 90 minutes? Because that's all me and you saw, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, obviously you can't really get I didn't even know yeah. how many I actually thought, um, which sums up the first 90 minutes, Dalot, the fullback, did all right. Yeah. He got forward a lot, he never stopped running. 
Uh, but that tells the story, doesn't it, when your fullbacks get him out of the match. A lot was down that right hand side as well, yeah, wasn't exactly. it? First and half, it yeah. I know he was to blame for that goal midweek, but when you look at his attitude towards playing at the moment, you, you sort of think that he's the last of our problems, don't you? Because he is, he's, he's got that he's got that energy and, and I, I know our expectations are low and it sounds ridiculous, um, but the fact of the matter is mine are at the moment. I want to see players rolling their sleeves up. Um, that's the situation we're in. Um, where everyone's firing at us, you know, mm. bit of backs to the wall. Um, so yeah, I, he he did have a good game as well, and I like his attitude. Yeah. So on that note, um, an extra few minutes at the end of the game have made a massive difference to uh, the mood and, and going into the uh, the international break. Um, we're in need of an international break ourselves after four games in ten days. Is it all? Yeah. Uh, but thanks so much to everyone for your support and how much you know, how many of you have actually bought the magazine <laughs> off us. Um, yeah, it's, it's testing times for United, but we showed some good characters today. We've got the win. Uh, we dust ourselves off, we'll move on and let hopefully better things are coming after the international Sheffield break. Sheffield United away next. I think yeah. so, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think even, so what, even I mean, what team would you play for that? Because today, you know, so many Whatever we've got fit. I think you get a chance. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because, I mean, Casemiro's been hauled off at half-time today. Rashford's been off um, yep. for a minute. Um, so do you, do you stick with them or do you actually go elsewhere? You know? It's a question for the manager and I think I think it's a good one. Depends um, who plays internationally, though, doesn't it? It's, I think it's a very good one. Um, but, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, like I said, nothing's... Uh, expect the unexpected, I think, a little bit of Manchester United at the minute. What does that mean? I think it means... A little bit more than three points uh, for us after this last couple of weeks. I think I think the way that the way that we won. Um, obviously, I didn't mind to, to score a few goals earlier than the, the 90 minutes, but but I think it shows that uh, we we are here to fight. We are here to, to to suffer together. I think the fans were behind us every every step of the way, and, and I think this is this is a, this can be a turning point for us, and, and we want to look at this as a turning point. Uh, we know it's going to be difficult, but the that's how we meant to be to be to be a Manchester United player, and then I think today was a was a good proof that that we we can fight until. So that's it for this podcast. Got a little break now because there's no games for a couple of weeks before Sheffield United, Copenhagen, and another team coming up at the end of the month back at Old Trafford. I said the mood will be a little bit better after that win, but yeah, United need players back and. Uh, can't say we were fully convinced by the performance against Brentford despite the great end. The new United We Stand went on sale before the Brentford game. All subscription copies are now in the post. Uh, it's available to download as well and it will be in the shops on Wednesday. If you can, buy the mag at the ground or buy a subscription. That helps us more than anything else. But if you're just getting it, then we appreciate your support. and need that support, but the mag is going well. There's an advert in the new mag for... Uh, United We Stand sweater. So the T-shirts went really well and we've done a sweater made in Manchester. So the quality is absolutely top and, well, the people who bought the T-shirts have been absolutely delighted. There's a code which isn't in the mag which gives you a 50% discount. The QR code's in the mag and the code is UWS50. So that's UWS and the number 50. That gets you 50% off the T-shirts, which come beautifully packaged, as many of you know. And also the new sweaters, UWS50. Just one per person, please. And I was in the factory a couple of days ago. They're making them, they're stitching them. It's absolutely wonderful what's going on. Each of the, the badges takes 
27 minutes to stitch in so it's uh, a very very thorough process so until the next time we will see you what after sheffield in a couple of weeks thanks for listening bye bye listen up i won't sugarcoat it this is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen but we're not alone we've got instacart Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes! Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.